Hello, and welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, Season 1, Episode 3, Spring Break Edition 2021. Today I'm highlighting some reads that you can download to your e-reader for great reading on your spring break or mini break or huddled under the covers while it snows three feet outside, like I'm doing. I hope that you're able to enjoy some fun and sun or whatever fills your bucket and gets you recharged. If you're a reader, and I'm guessing you are, then that would be with reading, reading, and more reading. So without further ado, I bring you my top 10 love stories of all time and March Madness best psychological thriller list. My top 10 list of best love stories of all time begins with The Gone with the Wind by Margaret Mitchell. One of my favorite books of all time finds a spoiled daughter of a plantation owner at wit's end to save her home and land. Enter Rhett Butler, an equally stubborn and proud rogue and blanderer. Scarlet and Rhett equals swoon worthy. Number two, It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. Lily moves to the big city and starts her own business. She's definitely a go-getter like Scarlet. Enter Ryle, a handsome but stubborn and arrogant, remind you of Rhett, neurosurgeon. He breaks his no-dating rule for her. But what is in his past that led him to adopt it in the first place? Re-enter Atlas, an old flame. Who will Lily choose? Me Before You by Jojo Moyes. Louisa Clark is an ordinary small-town girl with a normal life, boyfriend, and close family. Will Trainer led the far-from-normal life as an extreme athlete and world traveler until a tragic accident leads him wheel-back to chair-bound. Desperate for a decent-paying job, Louisa takes the job as Will's assistant. He's moody and bossy, but also broken, and Louisa finds herself caring for him more than she's expected. Number four, Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare. Touted as a quintessential love story. I agree. Don't think it needs any further explanation. Number five, The Outlander Series by Anne Diana Galbadon. My bestie says this is the best series ever. She's read it several times. I've resisted for a long time, think it's going to be really sad. And now it's a series on Netflix. This may be my next read. Number six, Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. This will it be tragic love story sounds very much like Me Before You by Jojo Moyes, and it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Perhaps I should say those plots sound very similar to this predecessor. Orphan Jane takes a position with Edward Rochester, only to find herself drawn to the troubled man. My number seven and eight picks by Libby Slot. Pride and Prejudice and Sense and Sensibility by Jane Austen. Always favorite. In Pride and Prejudice, Elizabeth Fitzbennett and Mr. Darcy prove that when it comes to love, there is no reason. In Sense and Sensibility, Marianne and Eleanor navigate, navigate love, loss, and society. My number nine pick is Dark Lover by J.R. Ward. This read came up on Goodreads Best Romance Novels list. It's a vampire love story I had not heard about before. Don't judge. I know. You're surprised. But I'm definitely intrigued. The only purebred vampire left on the planet and leader of the Black Dagger Brotherhood.
perfect. Rath must sit down inside her and ask, the, ask her the beautiful funeral into another world. Racked by a restlessness in her body that wasn't there before, Beth Randall is helpless against the dangerously sexy man. His tales of the brotherhood and blood frighten her, yet his touching makes a dawning new hunger, one that threatens to consume them both. That is definitely on my TV red list. Number 10, Princess Bride by G.R. Ward. Who doesn't love the Princess Bride? And the book version is a rewrite of the S. Morgan Stern classic. With over 700,000 reviews, it has a 4.25 rating on Goodreads. What happens when the most beautiful girl in the world marries the handsome prince of all time? And he turns out to be, well, a lot less than the man of her dreams. Fencing, fighting, true love, strong hate, harsh revenge, a few giants, lots of bad men, lots of good men, beautiful women, some swell escapes and captures, death, lies, truth, miracles, and romance. What could be better for screen break reading? I would love to hear your favorite romances, so post them in the comments so we can share them with the group. If you love a good psychological thriller that will have you sleeping with the lights on, this is the list for you. My 10 best psychological thrillers list. Number one, The Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins. Rachel catches the same commuter train every morning. She knows it will wait at the same signal each time, overlooking a row of back gardens. She's even started to feel like she knows the people who live in one of the houses. Jeff and Jason, she calls them. Their life, as she sees it, is perfect. Only Rachel could be that happy. And then she sees something shocking. It's only a minute until the train moves on, but it's enough. Now everything's changed. Now Rachel has a chance to become a part of the lives she's only watched from afar. Now they'll see. She's much more than just the girl on the train. My skin is calling out ready. Gone Girl by Jillian Flynn. Marriage can be a real killer. On a warm summer morning in North Carthage, Missouri, it is Nick and Enid's June 5th wedding anniversary. Presents are being wrapped and reservations are being made when Nick's clever and beautiful wife disappears from their renting mansion on the Mississippi River. Husband of the year Nick isn't doing himself any favors with cringe-worthy daydreams about the slope and shape of his wife's head. The passages from Amy's diary reveal that alpha girl perfectionists could have put anyone dangerously on edge. Under mounting pressure from the police and the media, as well as Amy's fiercely dating Carrot, the town's grown-up boy parades an endless series of lies, deceit, and inappropriate behavior. Nick is oddly evasive. He's definitely bitter. Is he really a killer? Find out in Gone Girl. Number three is Silent Patience by Alex McRaven. The Silent Patience is a shocking psychological thriller of a woman's act of violence against her husband and of the therapist obsessed with undercovering her motive. Alicia Berenson's life is seemingly perfect. A famous painter married to an in-demand fashion photographer. She lives in a grand house with big windows overlooking a park in one of London's most desirable areas. One evening, her husband, Gabrielle, returns home late from a fashion shoot. Alicia shoots him five times in the face and then never speaks another word. Number four, The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn. 
Anna Fox was alone, a recluse in her New York City home, unable to venture outside. She spent her day drinking wine, maybe too much, watching old movies, recalling happier times, and spying on her neighbors. Then the Russells moved into the house across the way, a father, a mother, and their teenage son, a perfect family. But when Anna, gazing out her window one night, did something she shouldn't, her world began to crumble, and its shocking secrets are laid bare. Number five, Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris. Everyone knows a couple like Jack and Grace. He looks, has looks and wealth. She has charm and elegance. You might not want to like them, but you do. You'd like to know Grace better, but it's difficult because you realize Jack and Grace are never apart. Some might call this true love. Others might ask why Grace never enters the home, or how she can never meet for coffee, even though she doesn't work. How she can cook such elaborate meals but remains their son. And why are there bars on one of the bedroom windows? Odd. Creepy. Number six, Sharp Objects by Jillian Flynn. Fresh from a brief stay at his psych hospital, reporter Camille Krieger faces a troubling assignment. She has returned to her tiny hometown to cover the unsolved murder of a preteen girl and the disappearance of another. For years, Camille has hardly spoken to her rhotic, hypochondriac mother or to the half-sister she barely knows, a beautiful 13-year-old girl with an eerie grip on the town. Now, installed in her old bedroom in her family's Victorian mansion, Camille finds herself identifying with the young victim a bit too strongly. Dogged by her own demons, she must unravel the psychological puzzle of her own past if she wants to get the story and survive this homecoming. Number seven, Before I Go to Sleep by S.J. Watson. Christine wakes up every morning in an unfamiliar bed with an unfamiliar man. She looks in the mirror and sees an unfamiliar middle-aged face. And every morning, the man she has woken up with must explain that he is Finn. He is her husband. He is 47 years old. In a terrible accident two decades earlier, decimated her ability to form new memories. Every day, Christine must begin again the reconstruction of her past. And the closer she gets to the truth, the more unbelievable it seems. Number eight, Dark Places by Jillian Flynn. Woody Day was seven when her mother and two sisters were murdered in the Satan sacrifice of Kanaki, Kansas. She survived and famously testified that her 15-year-old brother, Finn, was the killer. 25 years later, the Kill Club, a secret society obsessed with notorious crimes, locates Woody and prompts her for details. They hope to discover proof that May freeze in. Woody hopes to turn a profit off her tragic history. She will reconnect with the players from that night and report her findings to the club, or at least. As Woody's search takes her from shabby Missouri strip clubs to abandoned Oklahoma tourist homes, the unimaginable truth emerges, and Woody finds herself right back where she started, on the run from a killer. Number nine, Sometimes I Lie by Alice Dini. My name is Amber Reynolds. There are three things you should know about me. One, I'm in a coma. Two, my husband doesn't love me anymore. Three, sometimes I lie. Amber wakes up in a hospital. She can't move. She can't speak. She can't open her eyes. She can't hear everyone around her. Sorry, she can hear everyone around her, but they have no idea. Amber doesn't remember what happened. 
but she has a suspicion her husband had something to do with it. Alternating between her paralyzed husband, the week before her accident, a series of childhood diaries from 20 years ago, this brilliant psychological thriller asks, is smoking really allowed if you believe it's the truth? Number 10, Shutter Island by David Slaheen. The year is 1954. U.S. Marshal Teddy Daniel Daniels and his new partner Chuck Aulu have come to Shutter Island, home of Astrup Hospital for the Criminally Insane, to investigate the disappearance of a patient. Multiple murderess Rachel Solando is believed somewhere on this remote and barren island, despite having been kept in a locked cell under constant surveillance. As the killer hurricane relentlessly bears down on them, a strange case takes on an even darker, more sinister shade, with hints of radical experimentation, horrifying surgeries, and lethal enemies made in the cause of a covert shadow war. No one is going to escape Shutter Island unscathed, because nothing at Ashcroft Hospital is what it seems, and then neither is Teddy Daniels. Do you love psychological thrillers? Post your favorites in the comments. That wraps up my 2021 Spring Break Reading Edition. Until next week, happy readings.